Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with the Closet Chronicles. I'm the CEO and founder of Love. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship and tech, fashion, e-commerce. And we have a special guest today, Farrah Allen from The Labs, and she's going to share her story, her journey, and her business in tech. Welcome, Farrah. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you for taking time out your super busy schedule to join us and share your story. So, of course, tell us all about Farrah and your business, as well as what it does and how you got started, and we'll go from there. Sure. That is a journey. So I'll start <laughs> I'll start with what I do. Uh, I'm the CEO and founder of a company that I started called The Labs. And what we do is we're an interactive um, platform for you to create events, to um, interactive ongoing experiences, to on-demand video content, to webinars. I mean, Pretty much our platform allows you to create these things using templates or custom, um, a custom work. So, you know, really one of the problems that we're solving is that the world has changed. People want to be more entertained online. They want to see different things. And you as a business owner, you need mm-hmm. to be able to scale your company to the evolving mindsets and taste of your customer. And, you know, people are using VR headsets and they're yes. doing all these interesting things online and on mobile, but they're paying a lot. And yeah. you know, they're having to go out and get custom development to create these experiences. They're having to, um, you know, they're, they're having to do really expensive things. And really, mm-hmm. this, this should be an ongoing, scalable Thing you plan for your business. So yes. what we do is make it as easy as creating a PowerPoint or if you guys know Canva yeah. and then if you have um, ongoing needs, like you have ongoing social media needs, you're able to program these experiences just to happen on demand or, you know, through you interacting with customers. Awesome. I love it. Now, what made you create the labs? So, you know, it's been a journey, you know, it's actually the labs as it is today wasn't the labs, um, you know, that it was, uh, I guess, before COVID, you know, before COVID, we actually started in the music industry, creating um, it, creating a a music platform that helped creatives collaborate together and protect them as they collaborated. And one of the things that really had to stand out is that people were able to kind of style the backgrounds. Yes. You know, as they wished so they can stay in that creative zone. So if they wanted to actually share files in a studio setting in Atlanta, they can actually upload their backgrounds to do so. If they wanted like to have a chat room in a studio, they were able to do so. So really at the end of the day, people really enjoyed the fact that they got to be, they're, they got to kind of create themselves inside of um, you know, basically Dropbox, <laughs> right? Yeah. And protect themselves. So once in and me, um, actually added video, the video world, the you know film world to to this scenario. And as soon as we did that, COVID hit. Yeah, and people were less concerned about collaborating, yeah. but you know, and actually paying for it. And more concerned about how are how are they going to do what we've done to a bigger, larger audience? And our platform had like these really cool elements to be creative, 
but it wasn't for a audience. It was for a team that's like going through the motions of doing something creative. And yeah. so we built something that wasn't in a market, still is in a market where they're able to do these things on their own and present content and ideas and their brand. And then now their company and their sales and their products <laughs> to uh, a wider, broader audience on a continuous basis. So, awesome. um, yep, that's it. That's what I love that. And I guess, how long have you been doing it um, as of now? And then I guess, how has it changed? Obviously, I always ask this question now because we have, you know, before the pandemic and after the pandemic, how did it affect your business? Uh, most people, it affected them. Well, I had one person say it didn't affect her at all because she was already selling online and people were still buying where other people have yeah. had to pivot and adjust, et cetera. So I always want to know how is your business, as I call it, BC before COVID and then, you know, mm -hmm. after COVID. Yeah. So before COVID, it was a different industry. I was in yeah. music and entertainment. And I would say it was, you know, it was slow. Those are always like slow moving uh, technology spaces. And um, it takes a while to build up the audience there. And then after COVID, I, I would say I don't have an apples to apples scenario because this yeah. is a product where people, of course, this industry itself just grew from COVID. Everyone was online. Everyone yeah. wanted to present, you know, and shop and do things yeah. in unique ways and in the same way. And so I got into an industry that was booming and therefore I reaped the benefits of a boom. And I got to... Um, you know, one of the things that was really cool is that at one moment, I think, I still think it is, it's the wild, wild west, right? <laughs> it yes. is, um, we're in a place where we're in a new, a new era of what we call digital transformation around every yes. industry, whether you were using, you know, really outdated websites to, you know, trying to be different, the technology there's like not a lot of examples of what you can do just yeah. yet. Nothing, everything isn't done yet because it's something new and growing and evolving. So that's mm -hmm. exciting because we get to shape um, the, the, the generation to come in the vision of, you know, the company you want to build. So that's been, that's been really cool. You know, we've been able to work with some of the biggest companies in the world because of that fact, like yeah. they didn't think about this before. There isn't anyone bigger than us that's doing what we're doing at mm -hmm. the level we're doing. So therefore the labs, you're it. Amazon yeah. said you're it. Google said you're it. Netflix said you're it because of the, 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 the Western <laughs> wild, wild west scenario I just spoke about. Yes. Yes. Now, what is one thing that you have not expected or didn't expect that has happened in your business? And it, and it can be before or after uh, COVID or current times or past thing. But what's one thing in your venture that on this journey that you didn't expect? Well, um, you know, there's a lot because <laughs> there's, um, you know, not a lot of Black women have yeah. or any have been in the position I've been in. Or, you know, currently in. So I don't have a lot to model from. So as yeah. I move further in my, my journey and moving from startup to established company that has, you know, this regular clientele and yeah. this growing, there is 
through every milestone, there's some new thing that I have to learn all over again um, or learn yeah. how to be in this moment of yeah. this part of um, my career, right? Or the mm-hmm. level of where the company is. And so I'm having, you know, I just raised a, a round of funding and I'm having to, and I've had to hire um, more people, more people yeah. than I've ever had to manage before. And so I'm learning my capabilities of being a manager yes. <laughs> or how to track people's time so that they're always working towards the greater goal for yeah. whatever milestone I've put them. Oh, did I give them a milestone? Did I give them a, a mission? You know, so the things that I could kind of get away with, with having a small group of people, I can't get away with now that I've grown to this level. And those are our things that people tell you. Right. These are these micro things that happen as your company is, I guess, seamlessly being becoming successful or making its goals. So um, another thing is just, you know, how where do you spend your time and how you spend your time is is something I didn't think about. Like, um, you know, I, I know my brain stops working after six hours of straight work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I, you know, make it a point to stop working at least for a a number of hours at five because I'm no good. I'm no good to anybody. I'm just doing stuff at that point (laughs) and um, and making mistakes. And so that wasn't the mindset I had when I was in the hustle mode, right? I mean, hustle mode, you're, you're taught to work all day, work all night. First one up, you know, all the tortoise and the hare, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So you're you're taught that in the scenario, but in reality, is that I'm not better for it. <laughs> and I, yeah, you you know until you get there, or somebody who is right right before you tells you and warns you of. Which, okay. if you're a black woman, that's going that's not a lot of people, if yeah. any. So yeah. you're not going to know. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. So um. You know, these I can go on for days, on yeah. you know? <laughs> but no, def- definitely understand. And because we not we're not sure how um, advanced the people are that are listening as far as raising around and knowing a lot about venture capital, can you explain what raising around means? Sure, I would love to. So, you know, I have raised money from angel investors or venture capital uh, investors, which are companies or organizations that have like, you know, a couple of millions of dollars that they've collected from smaller investors so that they can invest in um, the long-term, you know, goal of a company, which is financial, right? They want to make money. And so um, I can speak on technology when you're a technology company, it's quite expensive to um, do business. So you're going to see a lot of technology companies having to raise millions of dollars to be even exist in the in the space, and uh, especially to thrive in the space. So maybe you know you can start with your own money, and you know maybe that's a fifty thousand dollar thing or twenty thousand yeah. dollars. But if we all know it costs money to make money. (laughs) Yes. If you are successful, you're going to be limited with that money. You're not going to be able to grow and it's going to be 
you know, and then what's the, what's the, the use, right? So um, I've raised throughout the time I've been in business, $5 million. And that, that is a lot of money. That, that, that is. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not because tech is so expensive and you have yeah. to do so much with the money. And so it seems like a lot, but in reality, it's companies out here that's bring hundreds of millions and still raising more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to do the, 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 the stats, there's only been about 100 Black women that's raised over a million dollars. Yeah. And um, women in general, black people in general, we get, you know, a 0.00% of what the money is actually out there. So someone in my position right now, I just raised $2 million, right? But in my company, if if I go to my industry, they're raising $20, $40 million to do what I do for $2 million. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we've had, and I have to only, I mean, the likelihood of me raising more is very slim. The more I want to raise, the less likely I will get that because, you know, it's just unequal in the market. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we do what we can. And as, you know, as a woman, as an African-American, we can do a lot with very little. Unfortunately, yeah. that's the case we got to work with. But at yeah. the end of the day, we find the support. We move forward. We, we, go against all the expectations that people think they put on us and just win. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Women in general, but especially black women, we know how to make some stuff happen. Um, what is a dollar out of 15 cents? We got to do whatever we got to do if we want to achieve our dreams and goals yeah. and leave legacy and also create um, impact um, for others and, you know, lift as we climb because, Hopefully with what you're doing and once you get your company where you want it to be and maybe you decide to become an investor, you know, it seems like the investor world invests in people that look like them. And because the majority of the investors are white males or whites in general, that's part of the reason that we don't have any money that is coming back to us in our community. So hopefully as we build successful businesses, we can then as we continue on our journey, once we got our companies scaled to where we need them to be. Yeah. That's all right. It's all right. Um, what is the most important lesson you feel like you've learned so far? Most important lesson I think I learned so far is to find the right type of support. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the beginning, you're just like network and you think you know what that means. And then you find people and then maybe they help you for a little bit, or maybe it's just a waste of your time. You really don't, you really don't know the difference Yeah. beginning. So yeah. you're just meeting everybody, right? And yeah. anybody with a title that may sound like they know what they're doing, you're just out there meeting them. And it could, you know, definitely it's a part of the process. Yeah. But what I know now how to make network work for the goals that I've set is one, set a goal, set your yeah. goal short-term goals, right? Set your long-term goals and have that in the atmosphere, but your short-term goals, your six to 12 month goals is really what you need to be focused on. And so once you have those goals, then you can find people who align to helping you achieve those goals. And you don't think of people as um, this one person that's going to do it because it's not that one person. You ever seen one of those balls of rubber bands? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's a ball of rubber bands. Yeah. They're 
people are going to give you, there's a lot of people that's going to give you a little bit of something you're needing to get to the next level. Yeah. And it's the relationships. Yeah. It's not just, you know, going after them because they can get you something. Not, not all the time. Sometimes people are like, yeah, you know, I want to support you. Let's hurry this up. Yeah. But it's about, hey, I'm in here. I'm doing this. I'm, I have no examples. I know you out here working your corporate job and I know you feel, you feel like there's this discrepancy in, you know, the, the vendors that they're hiring and they're, and the people that are, are actually customers of yours or yeah. partners of your, your major corporation. Yeah. Come help. You, you, you want to make a difference. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. The scenario yeah. where you impact your company and its culture, it's right in front of you. And sometimes that's enough, right? And then so, sometimes, you know, you want to make relationships long-term with, with those folks or folks that have done it. Yeah. Um, if they don't look like you, especially if they don't look like you, because they know a lot more <laughs> than what you think that you can get from them. Yeah. So um, these are just things that I there is a process for whatever you do. I don't think it's a one size fits all because I'm yeah. in a different industry and I can't tell you how that's going to work for you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know Not these things are brand new to most people, even if at the highest level. Yeah. So you can't expect somebody to tell you exactly how to do something for what you're doing. You have yeah. to be genius enough and know that you're genius enough to piece these these things together to make it work for what you're doing. Yes, yes. Agreed, agreed. And I love what you said about relationships and the whole rubber ball thing because I feel it's the same way. And coaches are relationships too. But like I always tell people to invest in their business by, you know, going through different cohorts, accelerators, or coaches, consultings, et cetera. And it's like there is not one person that's an end-all, be-all, the perfect fit for everything. You may go see one that's focused helping you with mindset, another that's helping you with traction, another mm-hmm. one that's helping you with finances, another one that's helping you with systems and processes. So everything is just a journey and a process and making sure you're building the right people for each part or component of your journey and process because there's so many components yeah. when it comes to running a business. And like you said, managing people and personalities and all of the things so it can get to be yeah. a lot for sure yeah and, and one thing i'll add is trust your own genius yeah trust your own mind i think the confidence of moving forward in certain when you're starting out mm-hmm. is the lack of it so yeah. you have you you get all these anxiety to even make a decision without mm-hmm input of somebody else which yeah. happened to me yeah. and uh, once I started to see the pattern of what I said was true because I knew more than this person that seemingly on paper should know more than me yeah it's because I I know yeah <laughs> I know well, nobody's going to know your business like your business, no matter yes. who's giving input. They're not in it in every day. They're just giving input based on one, what you've told them mm-hmm. and two, what they think they know or have observed based on what you've put together and told them. So ultimately, yeah. I agree. You have to trust your gut instinct because sometimes you get so many different people's opinions at you. Like you said, you do get confused, but you start doubting yourself. You get confused. And now you're like, well, I don't even know what I want to do because. Damn. Such and such said I need to do it this way. She said I need to do it that way. 
So um, I really um, agree with that. And I love that because I've been in that same place, especially when I first started transitioning into tech. It was like, well, I don't know tech. So maybe I do need to listen to what everybody's saying. Well, you got to do it this way. You got to do it that way. Instead of listening sometimes mm -hmm. to myself. Oh, so right. I've had really smart tech people cost me six months and almost lost my business because I'm following their tech advice where yeah. it was really not a tech advice. It was a business decision. Yeah. <laughs> and I just had to tell them I need this to make money. But I was yeah. focused on, I was focused on listening to their tech advice and they didn't know nothing about business. They had yeah. no about business. So I lost all this time with how they wanted to do it. And, you know, these are just things like you're not taught, especially if you come from like corporate America. Yeah. You're not taught to trust your gut instincts or your, your mind. So when you come into a entrepreneurship situation, you still have that lingering self-doubt feeling about, you know, everything. Yeah. And I encourage y'all to try acknowledge that, <laughs> acknowledge that side of you and work towards really, you know, coming back and say, oh, no, I'm gonna listen to myself. I'm gonna listen to yeah. myself. Nope, this person ain't going, they're not a superhero. Yeah. This ain't Superman, this ain't Wonder Woman. Yeah. I am Wonder Woman. I'm my own superhero. <laughs> this yes. is a, a sidekick I could yeah. or could not listen to, depending on if it sounds good or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that because, I mean, a lot of times everything we need is already inside of us. And if anything, the people that we're meeting is more to activate some of that or to help pull some of it out, not to tell us exactly how to do something because everybody's journey one in life and in business is their own. And so you can't do exactly what the one half of those people did it in a different time. So like what Sarah did uh, to become a billionaire is not the same thing what the next person is going to do become a billionaire because she mm -hmm. did that years ago, one, before even social media existed. So the methods and the things that she did are not the same things we're doing now. Oh, so right. And they'll tell you that in the quickness. They'll they would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You talking about stuff that is common knowledge around entrepreneurship today. They're like, I left that 10, 10 years ago, even five years. Yeah. Even five years is like 20 years in the like yeah. entrepreneurship world. So exactly. You can't, you can't be like, oh, I got, you know, I got so and so as my mentor and they had a billion dollar company well they haven't been in that company's day-to-day -day business development for yeah. probably the last 10 15 years yeah they're not going to be helpful and they'll let you know the <laughs> exactly exactly what do you feel is the biggest challenge that you're facing uh right now or i guess what you're gonna because we're in the beginning of this new year uh, the biggest challenge you want to overcome or facing now that we're in this new year on what you want to take your direction for your company, your business for the year. I think the challenge is for me to adapt to this changing space I'm in now yeah. faster so that I can still meet my goal. Cause you, yeah. if, you if I don't realize that I'm um, not moving because I'm still in the old Farah mode, yeah. old CEO mode and I'm having adapted then I will be stuck. And yeah. then, um, you know, when you raise money and you don't make it past a certain goal, then you're not going to get any more money. We don't get a yeah. lot of chances. We don't. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm not successful, if I don't hire the right people to help me, 
if I don't make the right strategy, then unfortunately we don't have R and D money. Yeah. You have you this is the one one chance you get money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I laugh because of you know it's but it's sad. It's it's this how the world works, especially when it comes to um providing funding for black and female founders. Yeah. So I have to make sure I can pivot fast. Strategy got to be on point. Yeah, hire has to be of a, of help and to towards a strategy. So those are things that I have to um, really focus on and make sure I, I do well. Yeah, definitely get that. Definitely get that. Um, and I'm not gonna hold you too much longer because, like I said, I know you're busy and you have work to do. But what is the most important lesson you've learned so far? We're about to wrap it up shortly. Oh, well, I think I mentioned it. Trust yourself. Self. You yeah. are a genius. Yeah. That's why you're here. That's yeah. why you're, you're you. And that's why you've been thinking about doubting yourself. Trust yeah. yourself. And you, what will happen is that, you know, yourself will disappoint you less than other people. <laughs> yes. Yes. You are most your worst sure. enemy. Yeah, exactly. I love that and um, totally agree. And so I want to end it with this last question of just what are three things or three tips or advice that you would give for someone that is starting or um, working their way through a similar journey of like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be in tech. Um, I would say start. Don't overthink. Don't overanalyze. Start something and then work a build on it. Move yeah. fast once you start. Yeah. Learn, strategize, talk to as many people as you can so you can, you know, get those learnings. But move. Don't just sit on it. Love that. Love that. Well, thank you so much again for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, this podcast will go live this week, so I will tag you. And I hope y'all have enjoyed hearing her story. I will tag her so y'all can check out her business and inquire on how y'all can use it for your own business, possibly, because we have multiple people listening, so we don't know. They may be able to use it, as you saw over the weekend when we connected. I mean, I'm so glad you and Natasha was able to connect. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it's all good things always happen when you bring good people together organically. So, yeah, it does. I, I love it. Me so, too. thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank y'all all for listening. And, of course, let us know your thoughts, your feedback. If you want to get in touch with her, like I said, I will tag her when I post it. And I hope y'all have a stylish week. Chat soon. Bye.